Welcome to the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kashpu and I am your host. I am a mind-body manifesting coach and founder of the wellness consulting business, Hey Wave. I am committed to helping you tap into the infinite power you hold when it comes to intentionally creating a more abundant life that gets you jumping out of bed with excitement. Over here, we chat about all things mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health to help you constantly manifest bigger and better for yourself. So grab a cup of coffee, bottle of kombucha, or a glass of wine, and let's chat. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Fit and Fulfill Podcast. My name is Krish Poo and I'm your host on this podcast. We chat about all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development. And the whole crux of this show is for you to realize how freaking and powerful you are when it comes to creating the life you actually want to be living. How to build a life that not only looks good from the outside, but one that feels so rich, so satisfying, and so abundant. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. I'm so happy you are here on this podcast. I really try to break down the process of manifestation into concrete, actual, and tangible steps so that you can start to apply them into your life to bring about the kind of changes that you desire. Whether you're trying to manifest more money, more meaningful friendships, a relationship, changes in your career, improving your well-being. Whatever it is that your heart desires, you can be, do, or have anything you want. It's just about becoming an energetic match and really aligning with the outcome that you desire. And that's exactly what we talk about on this podcast, what a alignment really entails and how to start shifting your state of being so that you can start to shift everything around you because your life is nothing more than a mirror reflection of you and how you show up. When you change how you show up, everything around you starts to show up as well. And so if you haven't already, be sure to hit the subscribe button so that you get updates and notifications when I upload new episodes, which I do so every Tuesday and Friday. And if you're a longtime listener, welcome back, welcome back. I am so looking forward to today's conversation. This came to me the idea randomly today when I was out. So it's gonna be a bit of a chit chat all over the place situation. But nonetheless, I feel like you're going to get a lot, loads of good takeaways. But before we get into it, I have to say I've officially graduated to granny status. I had my dinner today at five o'clock. I've been up since like the, literally the crack of dawn. And it's been very, a, very much a productive day. But at the same time, my whole eating schedule got so thrown off that I ate my breakfast earlier than lunch it was like 11. And so by five, I was eating dinner. And I read this quote the other day on Instagram and it really made me laugh that if you think everyone hates you, go to sleep. If you hate everyone, go and eat. And it's so true. I don't know about you, but I get really hungry. Like I'm a, I'm a very patient person and I'm pretty much in a good mood for the most part, most of the day. But if I'm hungry, God help you. <laughs> no, and also another thing which came to mind was that it was like four o'clock and I was starving and I was like, should I, what should I, what should I snack on? Da, 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 da. But I was like, hey, hang on why don't I just eat dinner? And initially it felt kind of weird. And I'm sharing it because, you know, whether it's with mealtimes or anything else, we just create these rules. But who said, if you think about it, like who said you have to have dinner at a certain hour? I know that was like my way of thinking very subconsciously for a very long time. Like, oh, dinner, if, you know, eat dinner on like 6.37, not before that. But I've realized I'd rather just eat a proper meal if I'm hungry earlier rather than snack my way and then feel terrible after. And this is like a small way in which you can also start to, exercise the process of surrendering and letting go of control you know we hold on to these expectations and rules in every area of our life but here's the thing is if your body's talking to you lean in feed it it knows what to do and it's telling you when it wants to eat but at the same time we keep holding on to rules about what we should be eating and at what times we're actually 
turning down the volume of our all-knowing intuition. And that's what's creating the misalignment. But anyways, I ate. It's now six o'clock and I'm well-fed and I am high on energy. I had such a nice day today. I woke up really early because I had my first call at eight o'clock. And so by like 1130, I did like two calls and got a bunch of admin work done. And it was all intentional because I wanted to spend the rest of the day shopping. I had a few errands and all I wanted to do. And I also wanted to go and buy a few like loungewear pieces that's one of my things that I want to like be intentional about upgrading is my loungewear because obviously like what I wear at home because obviously given the kind of work I do I spend a lot of time at home and it's so easy to fall in that cycle in to wear like your track suits and grungy clothes when you're at home and I was like you know what at the end of the day whether I'm in my own company and at home or out I want to make more of an effort with just my presentation not like getting overly dressed up, but just wearing clothes that make me feel really good. And I share this because we think manifestation is the gratitude journal that we do, the affirmations, the vision boarding, et cetera, meditation, but you are creating your life on a moment to moment basis. Every single decision is impacting how you feel, which in turn is impacting what you are creating into your life because your life is a reflection of the way you are feeling and the way you are taking care of yourself. And if you can start to really curate your life based on this one notion is how would the best version of me show up? You will see things around you change so radically because when you can align to the best version of you and if your life is a mirror reflection of you, when you are showing up as the best version of you, you will attract the best outcomes, the best life possible for you, whatever that entails and that's why we can leverage this understanding and really look at our day-to-day -day choices that we take for granted and that we're doing how can I make this a little more special how can I add more joy to this how can I be more intentional about making this feel good without realizing it you're now stepping into a new version of yourself and you know going back to what I was telling you about how I want to upgrade the clothes I wear around my house my apartment sorry it's you know, for a multitude of reasons is number one, it's when it comes to meeting people, we tend to make an effort with our appearance. We wear nicer clothes. We save outfits for special occasions. But when you can start to realize that you are as worthy as anyone you're meeting in terms of dressing up for yourself, you're energetically communicating something so differently. And also it's when you're wearing clothes that actually feel good, not only do you feel more confident as you move through your day, but you'll notice that you're a lot more productive in your day. I know that on days when I wake up and after I've worked out, I shower and get ready and I, maybe I make sure my hair is looking presented, well presented, or I, I'm wearing clothes that necessarily aren't leggings or tracksuit bottoms. I just... I get so much more done and it's very subconscious how that happens. But at the same time, there's something going on with the way we take care of ourselves and the way our brains respond. And also it's an association, right? Is that on a Sunday you're wearing, let's say tracksuit bottoms or just grungy clothes when you're at home. But that's a Sunday when you are maybe being lazy, but if you're wearing that on a Monday or a Tuesday, when you're around your house, your brain is still associating that choice with being lazy, with vegging out and so in terms of being productive you're actually making it a lot harder than it needs to be and so that's one thing which you know i want to share is 
just being intentional about a upgrading my loungewear, but also I've realized that as I was shopping and not just today, but over the last couple of months while I've been in London, it's, I've become a lot more selective with what I purchase. And given that, you know, that right now I'm traveling, I'm sorry, I'm like, yeah, like I'm traveling a lot more and I'm moving around more. I don't, I mean, I love, I love having stuff, but at the same time, I just don't want clutter. And so you're kind of moving to this idea of a capsule closet. I love this idea of buying certain pieces and being able to style them in different ways. And, you know, one thing which when I was out today, I noticed that I was responding to certain situations where I'll get, get into in a second, very different to how I maybe would have been affected a few years ago. So in certain shops, I, it was interesting because in one shop I'd gone into, I took a size small, which I normally am, and it was a bit snug. And obviously the first thing that goes to your mind is, oh no, have I gained weight? And you start second guessing yourself. And then I try in the medium and the medium fit. And it sounds ridiculous, but in the past, I probably wouldn't have bought the size up, even though it fit, only because of the shame associated with being a size bigger. That would have been the first thing. Then the second thing, after leaving the change room in the past, I would have felt so terrible about my body. I would have just, my whole mood would have been affected. It would have taken a toll on my body image. And here's the thing. Well, fortunately, none of that happened today. I've done a lot of work uh, in terms of healing my relationship with my body as well. But when I went to the next shop, I was actually a small. And, and in the next shop, I was a size extra small in a certain piece of clothing. And I share this because... We, whether it's a number on the scales or the size on your clothing tag, it's so easy to use that as a source of validation for how to feel about your body. And we forget that there's so many factors which affect the size that you see. But if you're letting a freaking letter on a piece of paper, just think about it for a second, affect the way you think about yourself and your body. How volatile is your relationship with yourself and your body? And that internal volatility with how you feel about yourself based on the size on your clothing tag or the number of scales, that's the inconsistency which keeps getting mirrored back to you. And like I said, it's going to vary in different stores. But when you can really hand and heart say, you know, I'm taking care of myself. I'm taking care of my body. I'm putting in the reps. I'm moving my body in a way that feels good. I'm making really good choices with my diet. I am sleeping well, I am being intentional, I'm taking care of my mental health, and you're intentionally doing things to feed yourself, no pun intended, but just to feel really good. That alone should be the validation you need. But the more we look outside of us for that validation, we're not always going to get it, but it doesn't take away from the efforts you're putting in. And whether it's with your the way you're taking care of your health, but it's even in other circumstances whereby Maybe you are putting in the work and your boss doesn't give you the recognition that you desire. Yes, don't get me wrong. Acknowledgement is so satisfying, but you should be giving that to yourself regardless. The, the, sorry, the praise you get from your boss or anyone else around you, that's just the bonus. But at the same time is that when we're feeling that sense of not getting the validation, looking outside of other people or for the number on the scales to change before we give ourselves permission to feel good, you're a victim of your environment. That's all it boils down to. And so, you know, if you are somebody who is getting thrown off or jumping on the scales every morning, ask yourself, 
am I able, because it's one thing to jump on the scales or to use clothing sizes as a source of data, but if it's affecting the way you feel, that's when you know something needs to change. Because until you change that relationship with yourself and your body, you're going to notice that you're only shortchanging your manifestations because your relationship with yourself is a starting point of every manifestation. And the, the third thing I also wanted to share that, you know, the takeaway I had or the aha moment I had while I was shopping was how the notion of authenticity, which is the most magnetic energy, it filters into every area of our life, including how we shop and how we present ourselves to the world. I truly believe that the way we take care of ourselves is our business card in the sense that when we walk into a room, our presence alone, the first thing that people go to is how you look physically. Obviously, I think intellectually, mentally, emotionally, and how you take care of yourself on those levels are equally, if not more important, but let's not kid ourselves. We're living in a three-dimensional world whereby the first thing people see is how you look. And when you're well presented, and it doesn't have to be you're wearing expensive clothing, but just well put together, people respond to you so much differently. But here's the thing is that allowing yourself to be true to yourself when you are dressing yourself, allowing yourself to be authentic in terms of what you wear. And that might mean exper experimenting with different fits, different styles, different fabrics, but essentially giving yourself the opportunity to find out what works for your unique body and mood. And knowing that, okay, just because a certain outfit or a certain piece of clothing is in style right now and in fashion, everybody's buying it. But if you put it on and it makes you feel like crap, you don't need to buy it. Similarly, if there's a style that you like to wear, like such as, let's say, well, fortunately, high-waisted jeans are back, but let's say they weren't in fashion, but they were a few years ago. But if you know that those are the jeans that work for you, that style, it doesn't matter if they're a few, you're a few seasons later. Wear what makes you feel good and wear what makes you feel confident. And, you know, so often we're asking people, I know I'm saying this because I've, I've been that person. And sometimes I catch myself doing it and I'm like, okay, you got to stop. But, you know, we're asking other people, so do I look nice? Do I look nice? What do you think? What do you think? Should I buy this? What do you, you know, asking for their opinion. And yeah, we all want to just maybe get that validation. But at the same time, I think the ultimate validation comes from, does this make me feel good? Can I imagine myself wearing it? And if the answer is yes, everybody else's opinion, it's irrelevant. Like, I could wear something and my best friend, she probably wouldn't, maybe would never wear it, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't work for me. It doesn't mean that it doesn't look good for, on me. Similarly is she could be wearing something which I would never wear, but I think she looks amazing, but it's because it wouldn't suit my body type. But I think that's why it's, you know, really saying, re sorry, really honoring your uniqueness, really honoring your unique preferences and essentially being true to yourself. And these are the moments where without realizing it, you are communicating an energy to the world. And when you can even let your preferences and how you show up for the world come from a place of authenticity, without even trying, you're a magnet for abundance. And another thing I also wanted to add, which I've noticed that I'm is happening since as I'm getting old, and I'd love to know if you've experienced the same, is that I'm just valuing quality over quantity so much more. And I'm sure this also has to do with being intentional about rewiring my mind to have a more abundance mindset. But I'd rather buy a few nice things, good quality items than just buy a bunch of stuff. And also I've noticed in the past, like towards the end of my trips in London, I'd always like go on like such a huge shopping spree, need to buy everything. 
just in case. Whereas now, I've been like shopping here and there over the summer, but that sense of urgency, that desperation, it's not there as strongly as it once was. Like, yeah, I like nice things, but at the same time, I just, it's it's not as much of a priority. And it also, I just think that knowing this, that we're not going anywhere. Like we all live in a world where you can shop any time of the year, even if you live in a like, third world country where maybe the shops aren't the greatest, there's always online shopping. And I think also we live in a world whereby we also have access to, you know, maybe friends or family coming and going who can maybe we can order to them if they, you know, if the shop doesn't ship to your country necessarily. And, you know, I think it's just that underlying knowing, knowing this, that just because it's there, I don't have to buy it all now. There will always be more, there'll always be another time. And if I don't love it, don't settle. And that's really the benchmark I approach shopping with now is that do I love it? Can I see myself wearing it time and time again? And do I feel confident? And if the answer is yes, I will happily tap my Apple Pay. But if the answer is no, then you know what? I'll wait. And I think this also kind of ties in with our manifestations. And I'll tell you why like the analogy that came to mind is going back to the, what I said, the three benchmarks in terms of whether or not I'm going to buy something. But if I don't love it, what's going to happen is that, yeah, I'll buy it. I'll get that temporary dopamine hit. And then two months later, I'll look at them and be like, oh, I feel like crap wearing this. Why did I waste my money buying this? And it's taking up some unnecessary space in my wardrobe. And so essentially by me settling, it's not going to give me the long-term joy that maybe buying something that I'm obsessed with would give me time and time again when I'm wearing it. And similarly is that whatever it is our manifest, you know, trying to manifest for ourselves and our desires, a lot of times we don't realize it, but we value short-term pleasure over long-term pleasure. And we're in this incessant need for instant gratification, whereby we want something and we want it now. And because of this sense of urgency, we end up settling, whether it's with a partner, whether it's with a job, whether it's in terms of friends, whatever it is. But here's the thing is that in the moment, it'll feel good, but it's in the long run, will this person, will this job, will this circumstance, will this desire give me that long-term happiness? Otherwise, you really have to ask yourself, is settling worth it? And I really believe that the longer we hold out for what we want, and not from a place of just sitting around doing nothing, but being intentional that I'm going to continue working on myself, becoming better, doing the work, that in doing so by me getting better, I'm just going to keep attracting better and better. And it's not about me needing to settle, but instead I will get to a place where I am actually a vibrational match for the very thing that I want. And so whether it's when I get it versus even 10 years, 20 years later, it's going to bring me more and more joy. The same way that if I buy a dress that I love, and I have so many dresses and tops that I bought like five years ago, when I wear it now, I still feel amazing. Similarly, with your desires that even five years later, you should be like, oh, I'm just so happy with this. I'm just filled with joy versus, oh, knowing that deep down you settled and now you just look at your life and thinking, what have I done? And so, yeah, these are a few things that came to mind, but I think it's really interesting how as much as we can think of something as shopping, as frivolous and as something we do, we all do at the end of the day, but how we can actually utilize it in a way to become more intentional manifestors and to actually create the life that we want because like I said every single choice 
how we take care of ourselves is ultimately determining our overall point of attraction and therefore what we are able to draw in to our experience. And so if this episode resonated with you, I'd love to hear from you. It was a bit of a fun one. Send me a DM on Instagram. I hang out the most there. My handle is at kushbu.kway. And the meanwhile, I'm sending you love and all the abundant vibes. Have an amazing day ahead. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. If you have an extra minute, I'd so appreciate if you could head over to iTunes and leave this podcast a five-star review. In doing so, it helps other people receive this message so they can also go to the next level in their wellness journey. I'd love to connect with you. So please let me know what your biggest takeaways are in this episode and tag me on Instagram at kushku.kway in your social media post or DM me to help me serve you better and create more content that you can resonate with. I'll see you next week, but in the meanwhile, I'm sending you so much love and goodbye.